Great way to start this Saturday morning. Hope uh, you've got the coffee warming in your hand. It's 14 past seven. You are with SAFM 104 to 107. And this is the JSB. How's it? I'm Michelle Constant. So if you go to California to a coastline area called Pacifica and onwards from there onto a place called Half Moon Bay, you can see that the coastline is crashing down and disappearing. And it's uh, happening quite rapidly. In fact, houses on the coastline, or some of them, are being brought down, whole buildings just disappearing. And it means, of course, for those guys that they can't get insurance because uh, that land may not be there, as they say, by the end of the century. Well, it seems like the same thing could be happening here in South Africa. Bloberg Strand outside uh, Cape Town could lose its shoreline by the end of the century. To talk to us a little more about it, we've got Dr. Mary Evans, Associate Professor of Geography, Archaeology and Environmental Studies at the University of the Witwatersrand on the line. Dr. Evans, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and thank you for having me. So, you know, I'm interested. You are an associate professor of geography, archaeology, and environmental studies, and I'm interested how the archaeology fits into that list of things. I mean, that's really looking at the past, I suppose, to try and understand issues of environmental studies and geography. Um, that That is true, and just to correct, I'm a doctor, I'm not associate professor yet, but... Um, this is the school is a combined a combined school of geography and archaeology. Um, my own area of expertise is in physical geography, and yes, we do look at the past. We do look at how um, changes in the past affect what might happen in the future. So let's look at Bloberg Beach. Right. So uh, a study was done earlier um, where they took European Commission. Um, a database, and they did a global study on coastal erosion to show what what might happen. So because it was a global study and it was a modeling, so a mathematical modeling study, um, they worked out what would happen to different beaches around the world. Wow, okay. And and showed, the the study then went to take the uh, tourist beaches, the most popular tourist beaches, and in South Africa that came up to be Bloberg Strand, yeah. to see which ones would be the most affected. The, the, the problem with the study is because it's a global study, it doesn't look at regional and very specific localized conditions of the beach. So I know people are getting quite panicky and saying, oh, this beach is going to disappear. But what we need is a more regional study of that area because there are different dynamics on yeah. the coastline that affect each beach. Yeah. So we, for example, did that localized study up north near Azerfontein. Okay. And we showed that in certain areas, the beach will erode, but in certain areas, it will actually accrete. In other words, it will, it will grow. Um, so, so it all depends on the beach dynamics. So, so, so here's an interesting thing. I mean, you know, a beach can shift and change its shape all the time, and that would be because of the tides, the, the, the wind, and often the, you know, when the tide is coming in and going out. I mean, I'm thinking of, for example, Sedgefield. One minute the lagoon is open to the mouth, the next minute the lagoon is completely closed off. One minute you can cross over, the next minute it's almost the size of a wall in terms of the beach. That would be kind of weather and tides, etc., when we talk about climate change, what are we looking at? Is it a very different approach? Talk to us about that. So absolutely. Um, the coastline is extremely dynamic, as you just mentioned. 
But what we're talking about climate change is a long-term projection. So in other words, you, you mentioned earlier that global sand would lose its beach by the end of the century. So we're not talking about these localized um, weather conditions, as yes. you mentioned. So at the moment, we know that we're experiencing climate change. And what that means is that the atmosphere is getting warmer globally. Yeah. And we know that when water heats up, it expands. So we're talking about thermal expansion of the sea. And that doesn't matter where you are. It's That's a global phenomenon that is yeah. happening. Whether it will then erode the beach or, or flood the beach depends on the accommodation space of each beach. Wait, what, so what, for is, example, what is the accommodation space? So the accommodation space is the space from the shoreline, which is the watermark, mm. all the way to the back beach. So how, okay. how much yes. beach do you have? How wide is your beach? So Azerfontaine, for example, has got quite a wide beach. And so as the sea level rises, it will then um, transgress into towards the land. Where you have very narrow beaches, that is where your problem exists. So, yeah. so Global Strand also has quite a bit of accommodation space. But as you go further south, you start to notice the beach narrows. And that's where the problems start. Yeah. I imagine also, and I mean, I really stand to be corrected on this, but I imagine that if you have um, a lot of uh, beach, beach plant life or beach foliage, that that would help as well for the beach Absolutely. to be secured. Absolutely. And so while we need to be concerned, we don't need to panic just yet because yeah. there's quite a lot we can do. But the thing about water heating up and expanding is it takes a very long time. So yeah. we have time to plan and to manage our coastlines. And in fact, at the beginning of the year, there was a coastal management um, in Darba to discuss coast, coastline management and planning and to discuss setback lines, which are how far towards the beach can you build and how far um, should you put your infrastructure. Yeah, so we have some time to plan. Yeah, that. because I, I, I mean, as I say, I, I was in Pacifico a while back or that area in California and some of those houses are just like collapsing into the ocean because the, the cliffs are just uh, crashing down and disappearing. So I imagine that you want to get houses to be built further back, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned earlier that issues around insurance uh, becomes a problem. Yeah. And, and that is something that residents and people who build along the coastline need to you know, go back and have a look at the fine print because... Unless you move, and I'm not saying everybody must now suddenly rush and, and move their homes, but it's not just the sea level that is rising that becomes the problem. Because the climate is changing, the winds are changing, um, the swell is changing, and so you have, you might have more aggressive storms. Yeah. And what happened at Azenfontaine is one storm that eroded a huge chunk of the beach yeah. um, because, because it was a storm surge, um, and, and that is more more difficult to predict and more destructive than just this gentle sea level rise that we were talking about. Dr. Evans, I'm going to ask you a completely off-side um, question, but it was an image that I saw recently in New Finland that there was this huge ice. I mean, it looked like um, this, it was the size of like hundreds of parking lots and, you know, massive, massive, massive um, ice. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, an iceberg, basically which was just floating closer and closer and closer to New Finland. And from what I understood when I saw the imaging and the, the video, it does feel as though 
that kind of stuff is probably very dangerous as well because, I mean, if that A melts, it would be a huge amount of water crashing into the into the Newfoundland coastline, but it would also be, if it crashed in as an iceberg, that would be another thing as well. Oh, absolutely, and we, we're beginning to see that. In 20, I think it's around 2016 or so, we, the, we had changed the global temperature by one degree, and that is really, really significant. I know the Paris Agreement is trying to keep the global change temperature 1. below 5. two, de- yeah. below two at least, and definitely yeah. at one point five. Um, and but with the increase in temperature, both terrestrial and um, ice caps are melting. Terrestrial glaciers and ice caps are melting, and that means that there's a huge influx of water sure. into the oceans, and that as well causes the sea level to rise. And you're right, those icebergs are a danger for shipping lanes if they do get caught. I mean, we all remember what happened to Titanic. Yeah. Um, there are more and more of those um, ice shelves that are, that are melting or breaking off and coming into the sea. And they will add uh, quite a bit of water. But sure. interestingly, Michelle, they yeah. also add a lot of fresh water into the ocean. And the ocean is driven, the, the currents are driven by the salinity the salt in the water. Oh, wow. Once wow. you change that salinity, you change the way the ocean currents work, and that will have a knock-on effect as well. Sure. Dr. Mary Evans, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Mary Evans, Doctor of Geography, Archaeology and Environmental Studies at the University of the Witwatersrand. That would be something really interesting to go and study. Looking at Bloberg-Strand Beach, a total favourite uh, in South Africa, and what it may stand to lose by the end of the century, 7.25. Time for us to take a good look at this week in history.